0: What we do here is go back, 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 back. Hello, and welcome to You Can Call Me Jazz podcast. YCCMJ. I'm Jazz Catcher. And today I wanted to go over, a, uh, I suppose it's a, a thought bubble of mine, and I decided to start recording to maybe try and work into, or try and get it into some sort of workable workable thought, something that, something that can be used. And what I mean by that is that with these podcasts that I've been throwing out there, I feel like a lot of them, are, well, obviously, it's all, like, these podcasts seem to be all centred majority, majority of the time around me, and I suppose I wanted to give um, a little bit of a glimpse of where my head's at, and I don't know, I sort of use it as a therapy couch in a way, like why I put them online and why I have them available on podcasts for download I have no idea <laughs> like I don't know maybe it's a, I feel like I've got something to say whether it's a whether it's something that's going to work for you guys I'm not too sure but I have been working on um, a little bit of uh, a thought a theory that I'm trying to make um, I suppose available to to everyone it doesn't just re- relate to me and it's very simple it's a uh, like with what I'm doing with my my work my learning um for those who don't know I've previously on podcast I've um explained how I'm tracking with uh, my spiritual, spiritual work, like in the way of uh, listening and reading and and all that. It's nothing like and me, me trying to become. Um, I suppose trying to purify myself in a way. I talk about my vices and uh, my addictions a fair bit on here, which brings me to a, a, another quick point: I'm doing a dry July. It's just a. It was sort of like an afterthought. I'm not raising money for charity or anything with it. I'm just. Um, I wish I did actually, but <clears throat> excuse me. I wish I did, but I sort of started Dry July as an afterthought, and that after afterthought got me started on July second. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go till um, up until August two. Uh, if I'm going to get my full month But I I sort of have in the back of my mind that uh, Dry July is sort of going to go indefinitely And crossover into other months At the moment I feel really good And I feel like uh, My consciousness is sort of, Is sort of driven Or sort of like It's opened up now It's opened up even more um, what I noticed with like my last few uh, weeks of drinking, I there was a there was a part of me that was that was sitting in the back of back of my head sober when the rest of me was drunk and just point looking at the looking at me being drunk, going hey look at you there why why are you doing that? It wasn't necessarily judging or anything. It was just sitting there just like just observing and. What that that used to work for me back in the day the drinking used to work for me it used to um, allow me to I suppose expand uh, my consciousness and sort of move in um, different thought patterns and stuff like that but I've realised that it's not doing anything for me anymore in fact like all it is now is a distraction and or it, it's got that way And Dry July is a way of just Stemming that flow So That's what I've taken on board and it's not to say I won't fuck up again Or like a, I I won't see it as a fuck up But like uh, Dry July Could go indefinitely And I'll just have to wait and see How I feel at the end of the month But for now I feel great And I'm not distracting myself with With shit I'm not staying up late I'm not staying up later or anything like that. I am, um, I'm getting better sleep. I'm getting more and more sleep. I'm feeling more refreshed uh, the next day. Uh, I'm doing a lot more reading. I'm more compassionate. I don't feel like I need to take that extra time for myself because there's, uh, there's more of that within the day. So the, uh, at the moment it's working for me so until, until it's not working for me um well I've had a, f- a few bad days in here as well so like this is only halfway through the month now and I've I had one day and usually I'd go home and have a drink and I'd settle that way but I've after these i oh, sorry after that day I came out with a smile on my face uh because I handled it I handled it heaps uh, like a million times better Than what I would have otherwise And Yeah, I, I just feel it That there's a There's a much better side Or a much better feeling in there at the moment That's uh, That's driving me forward with the non-drinking So That brings me on to My little theory And my little theory is that like Everyone is wearing a combination lock. The combination is something that's been dialed in since you were born. The combination is everything that is a distraction, a hindrance, uh, an attachment, and the idea. If you want to, if you want to feel uh, mentally liberated, is to unlock that lock. To crack your code and get um, And become free What I mean by that Every combination That you've ever been um, Sorry I'll track back a little bit The combination For your lock As I said Has been dialed in since you were Since you were a child So that comes with um, With uh, All your inheritance All your um, all the issues that you've been brought up with as a child or um, different vices, your ego. Uh, in my case, it is, it is vices. Like I feel like my ego is really taking a hit over time and I've, I feel like I've got that under control. doesn't mean I, I'm not confident or I'm not anything. It just means that I know what the, in myself, I know what the ego is and I can play with it. Um, at the moment for me, it's my my vices, so my um, my drinking, my smoking. You you know all the shit. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know what I've um, what I've been talking about. Um, and attachments—that's good and bad. All right? And if you if you're looking to become mentally liberated, you can't be attached to to anything really. Good and bad. You need to understand that you can you can feel the love, you can feel the compassion if it's uh, on on the good side of it, and you can also feel the hatred and and all that. But you need to understand that the, those feelings come from being attached to something, and that's where the, those those deep-seated feelings come from. And the longer you stay attached, the longer you're going to uh, fall into the trap of of being being caught and forever locked in your combination does that make sense attachments are a tough thing because when i originally thought of attachment i thought of all the uh all the bad things that um all the bad things that I'm attached to. So yeah, like my um, my smoking, drinking, etc. You know, and what I realise is that it's all the good stuff too. You can't can't be attached to it. Like like I've said on previous podcasts, like achievement, the feeling of pride, and all that. That's um, they're, they're all things that I've. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I'm running a, a bit of a throat bug at the moment. Yeah, they, they were all, all things that were, I don't know, they were, they were short-lived. They were really short-lived and I was always, yeah, that, this is when I started really noticing it, is that I started noticing that um, those, those things were so short-lived that I was like, yep, good on me, good on me, move forward, who cares, like, it means nothing. You know, in the minute I realised that, I started um, I started looking at, uh, my thought process and how, how I was working and going forward. There's nothing wrong with having those moments. What I'm saying is that you can have them, but don't be attached to them. Don't linger in that in that past. <clears throat> lingering in the past, lingering in the past. When I think about that, there's been a... I suppose like in recent years, been a a part that has always wondered why I do certain things. So like tracking back into... My childhood, or uh, early early teenager, early adult to being full adult, (laughs) really full adult. (laughs) Come on. Anyway, uh, yeah, I track back and I think about why, and I have a look at the certain situations. But what I find, sorry, I try and work on the psychology of it, and what I find is that that is totally irrelevant. The psychology of what, of what has happened in the past, for me, like I said, I'm working on my combination only. I can't work on your combination. The combination that you need to unlock is totally with you and it's totally your responsibility. So what I find with that is that it's totally irrelevant. Anything to do with with the past, the only the only thing I need to know is that I'm doing it now. And I need like and for whatever reason I need to stop, you know, or I need to push forward depending on what's um what the combination is and what I'm trying to work on. But the past with it, the past means nothing. All all there is is now. So when when you look at working on, working on something, don't overthink it, don't go back in, go back through it, um, unless you, unless you need to, unless you need, there's something else you need to work with there, but if it's a, if it's a physical thing, just understand that you're doing it now, and if you feel like you need to, you need to stop or quit, for example, my drinking, um, then get on top of that and only, you don't need to understand why it's happened in the past. All you need to understand is why you're doing it now. <clears throat> so I just I just got into a little thing there where I was saying that you can't work on anyone else's combination. Like, we can use each other to feed and find information on it, but there's no, like, I you can't, unlock my combination lock and I can't unlock yours it's totally your responsibility it's totally my responsibility only I know the things that I need to work on and occasionally I I can ask for someone to help point them out to me my wife's a a great example and great for um, for that sort of feedback and you might have someone that's, uh, that's similar to you it's able to able to do that. It doesn't have to be any harshness or anything in there, and and there isn't. It's just a matter of like uh, just pointing pointing out and having someone to bounce and feed, uh, get some feedback from. Anyway, I might leave that one there. I feel like I've been going for a little bit now. Have a look. Yeah, close to 15 minutes. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Oh, excuse me. Um, you can find me on Facebook forward slash Jazzcatcher, J A Z K A C A R. On Instagram, that's uh, Jazz Crackers, J A Z K R A C K E R S. Also on Twitter. Jazz Catch, J-A-Z-K-A-C-H And I've got another Instagram page Which I wanted to fire up But pff, I don't really know <laughs> I don't really know I sort of There's a part of me that can't be bothered So like That's Y-C-C-M-J If you hit that I'm sure I'll um, I'll post something soon uh, Find my website Jazzcatcher.wordpress.com that's uh, and that has uh, all the latest episodes plus, um, plus a few extras that have, uh, that have been floating around since day one, the ones that didn't get up on iTunes. That was all a learning process for me. And uh, I want to thank you all for listening, and I'll, um, I'll check you when I'm talking at you. Cheers, guys. Bye. Please subscribe and rate if you enjoy listening to this podcast and help spread the love to other podcast listeners. Thank you for listening to You Can Call Me Jazz.